Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Welcome to another brand new episode of the Sales Star Podcast. Today we have Julian Baring, General Manager of the Americas region for Adform, a global digital media advertising technology company joining us. Thank you for taking the time to be here Julian amid the COVID-19 crisis. There are a lot of business challenges that teams worldwide are facing and we hope to use this time to have you share some interesting sales tech and of course ad tech tips before we also talk about ways for businesses to ride through these rough times. So as a starting point, tell us about yourself. How has your journey at Adform been so far and what are some of the biggest highlights you'd like to talk about? Maybe product highlights, team highlights, anything that the audience can get so that they can get to know you a little better. Great. Thank you very much and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to to join you today and uh, hopefully I have some uh, some interesting tidbits to share. So, a bit of background on me. Um as you mentioned, my name is Julian Baring. I'm the general manager for Adform in the Americas. I joined the company uh just about a little shy of 5 years ago, um ostensibly to help Adform their business in the Americas. And so in many respects it was um Adform was founded in Copenhagen in the Nordics but is now global. And as you mentioned we are an ad tech platform. So we compete at the intersection of technology, media and advertising. And we are primarily a technology and software business. So very much B2B focused and our clients tend to be global media agencies, marketers, advertisers, as well as publishers in certain markets outside of the Americas. And so um our team is uh in the US or the American team is based across New York, Chicago and the West Coast in LA. And very happy to be here today and and share a little bit more about what we do. So you'd ask me some of the highlights and things that I'd like to talk about. I think uh you know one of the one of the great highlights was really getting the opportunity to, to relaunch ad for Americas. The company had entered the the US market about a year and a half before I joined the business and had some challenges with respect to growing our footprint in the Americas and so I was given the opportunity to really start things over again with a clean slate. And what we did then was really focus on what the value proposition of the business was and how best to communicate the value proposition to our prospective clients in a very succinct fashion. And so I think one of the things I'm proud of has been the growth we've enjoyed in America's uh year where even in the coronavirus uh at, at operating at 150% year on year growth very strong and lean team and I would say that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of is is the dedication and hard work of the team and then also the great clients that we've been able to build I mean I've had the luxury as I mentioned of really starting the business operations in the US from scratch and as a result was able to to build and develop you know a really wonderful team who are operating very very efficiently and you know given the challenging times that we all face uh, have have really been able to soldier through these challenges and continue to grow the business and maintain our growth rate so uh very proud of that and and really the credit is due to the team Absolutely that sounds like a very wonderful journey so far at Form and we'd obviously love to know about some of your biggest uh, strategies when it came to you know launching or rather relaunching or repositioning in the American marketplace but before that let's talk a little bit about the current flavor the current theme of the moment what are some of the top challenges that the ongoing covid-19 pandemic is probably 
affecting business and the team at Adform? How are you dealing with it? How are you as a business leader dealing with it? And globally, how is the team dealing with it, given the challenges currently? What, what are some of the things you'd like to talk about here? I mean, I think these are good lessons for any uncertain times. I mean, we all know that there are things that we can control and there's things that we can't. And so as far as the team and the business has been concerned, you know, there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty with respect to the global situation. And what we have tried to focus on are the things that we know we can control. The first element of that was the safety and well-being of our team and making sure that everyone was in a secure place, able to take care of their personal needs immediately. And so we moved to work from home situation quite early on. As I mentioned, Adform is, you know, a business that historically was European, and I'd spent quite a lot of time in Europe in the end of um, February and beginning of March. And as a result, when I got back to the U.S., we sort of had a of, of what was coming. And so we all put ourselves in the safest possible situation and, and moved to work from home and sort of all gave ourselves a week uh, to sort of get settled in the new normal that we all embrace. The next thing that we focused on was our clients and how could we best um, act as what has really been, I think, one of our key drivers as the business and as we've tried to focus on our value proposition, how could we act as a trusted advisor, a trusted partner to our clients? And so uh, we spent quite a lot of time in that first week as we were getting settled, brainstorming collectively as a team as to what were going to be the new needs and, and, and challenges and issues and concerns that our clients would face and what would be the things that we could recommend or suggest uh, they try to do in light of the new normal. And then based on that brainstorming session, we developed initially a one-sheeter to sort of spark discussions and conversations with clients, and then very proactively reached out to all of our clients to share that one-sheeter and to, to sort of provide some guidance and thoughts as to what they might think they would be facing or we thought they might be facing in ways that we thought that we might be able to support or help them. And so I think, again, you know, in times of uncertainty, there are things you know you can control, there are things that you know you can't, and what we tried to do is get control of what we, we thought we could control, and to focus really on communicating proactively with our clients, providing them with uh, guidance and thoughts of how the media environment that we operate in and was likely to change and, and some actions that they as marketers or as agencies could take to communicate directly with their and customers. And so that, I think, um, was, was really some of the early stuff that we tried to do. And I think that those are some very interesting steps that you all took as a team. And I think a lot of our listeners could benefit from some of them because while a lot of global tech companies, especially those with uh, extensively distributed teams, even we have a very distributed team, while most of them have managed to transition and adapt to this new normal, a lot of them have faced a couple of challenges and still are. So I think a lot of these tips, a lot of these strategies uh, that you all have already put in place might come in handy over there. And uh, now dialing it back a little bit before, before COVID-19 became, became the theme of the moment, there are a couple of MarTech, AdTech and sales tech questions we'd like to run by now that you're here. It's always interesting to talk about how marketing and sales has evolved over the years, but given all the latest innovations in MarTech, sales tech and even AdTech, a marketing or salesperson's job is actually a lot harder now because it's harder to cut through the noise. Prospects know what you're doing and they them 
themselves have become smarter. So it would be great if you can talk about a few innovative ways for salespeople in tech sales, especially to capitalize or work closer with their digital ad teams to cut through all that noise faster because that doesn't often happen. You have a tech sales team align or rather try to align their efforts with the marketing team and you have a lot of friction between the two, but then they have, you know, over time found ways to probably achieve the end goal. But you don't really find tech technology salespeople partner up with the digital ad teams. That's something marketers tend to do. So do you have any innovative takeaways here? I'm not sure how innovative it is. I mean, I think that I, I try to try to reduce some of the complexity as much as possible to first principles and to sort of think about things. I think this is our job as salespeople, as, you know, people fluent in the technology that, that's sort of at the cutting end, edge of innovation is to really try to simplify things and to keep things easily digestible. And, you know, one of the first principles I think that we as a business think about and, and try to communicate when we talk to our clients and prospects is, is to put the customer, the end consumer at the center of everything that you're trying to accomplish. We operate in a very fragmented ecosystem with lots of different moving parts. And so it's easy to sort of get mired in the complexity that, that results from all that fragmentation. But if you distill things down to the customer's perspective and then the goal of what you're trying to accomplish, it becomes much easier to sort of wade through and cut through a lot of the detail. And perhaps a bit lucky in the sense that Adform has a very, very robust, mature technology stack. And so as clients think about what it is that they're trying to accomplish, you know, we have many ways of, of addressing their needs. And again, I mean, I think this is another key part of any B2B sales approach is to focus on solution selling and identify what are the needs and the challenges that your customer trying to address and then to clearly distill how your solutions fit that need. And I think it's a lot easier, again, as I said, to think things through from a customer-centric point of view, because many times our clients aren't entirely clear on what it is that they want to accomplish. So trying to help them think through what they want to accomplish from the perspective of the consumer and then distilling the complexity of what you or we have to offer into something that's easily digestible and, and simple. That's the challenge. That's the task. So I don't know if that's particularly innovative, but it's certainly a recipe for success and I think a key ingredient in, in why Adform has been so successful in the U.S. Absolutely. I think that was very interesting. But when it comes to some of the biggest challenges that you've seen technology salespeople face in the current marketplace, how have you seen them tied over it? Or what would you advise sales teams to do or use more of when it comes to their sales tech stack to help them address some of the common challenges besides the one we just spoke about when it comes to cutting through the noise and keeping your client or their needs First, what are some of the other challenges you've often seen tech teams face and, and what would you like to talk about here? Well, again, I mean, I think the theme is consistent with my last response, right? Which, and again, I mean, you on it, which is noise, right? I mean, complexity, noise, fragmentation, they're all part of the same bracket yeah yeah and, and the headwinds that we face as salespeople, and so you know our job um, as sellers and, and partners to many of these clients is to really try and cut through that complexity and that noise and to just 
build what can look uh, and sound and seem very complex into easily understood and, and digestible information. I, I always like to use a rule of thumb um, when I'm thinking about what we're trying to communicate to customers. Can I communicate this in a way that other, uh, who is an art therapist, could understand. You know, can I distill what I'm trying to communicate into a way that somebody who has absolutely no background whatsoever in our industry can actually understand what it is that you're trying to accomplish? And if you can't do that, it's very, very difficult to cut through the noise. In fact, you're more than likely contributing to the noise. And I think to be successful in our industry, you know, very fragmented, very complicated ecosystem, that is a key need and a key component of success because we work in industries which are filled with three-letter acronyms and buzzwords and words. If you were a layperson, you'd have no idea what somebody's talking about. And that's certainly not an effective way to communicate ultimately solutions, right? What people are looking for are solutions. And our job as salespeople in, in B2B is to understand what the client's needs are, you know, where they have challenges, and then to find whether we have solutions for those needs and then to promote those solutions. And I think it relates to one other topic, which again, I think maybe we'll dive into, but I think from a personal perspective, you know, building and, and developing a brand, you know, a reputation for integrity is a really key part of that. If you're going to promote a solution, it really does need to be a solution. It can't just be something that sounds like any solution because ultimately clients always find out and so if you can operate with integrity and fit the solution to the need, then you stand a good chance of building a reputation, a positive reputation, and one that helps give you tailwinds and positive restaurant reviews as opposed to the bad restaurant reviews and contributing to the noise. So. And then to add to all of this, uh, there's also, especially when it comes to sales and even marketing, there's a whole bit of creativity and innovation that, that is the need of the hour for, for every outreach to basically have as part of its strategy. And besides that, obviously, given the COVID-19 pandemic, every I think every sales leader and marketing leader is talking about the need for empathy during this time. So besides empathy and besides the current scenario in general, can you share a couple of creative tips from your time in the industry that even sales teams can use when it comes to adding that bit of innovation to basically shorten their overall prospecting time? What, what are a couple of things that you'd say here? I think the word you use is a great one, empathy. We tend to, I mean, a danger when you sort of get caught up in the noise and the, you know, the industry speak is to lose sight of the fact that we're all at our most core. And I think, you know, one of the silver linings and maybe positive longer term benefits of this whole experience that we're dealing with as a planet, the coronavirus, is the fact that we do all share a significant amount of personal pain or suffering or whatever the case may be. And so having that empathy and thinking about the person at the other end of the phone as a human being who may have some great personal grief or strife that they're combating and to approach them with that level of empathy, I think is a really, really key component, right? It's very easy to sort of get wrapped up into the idea of, oh, I need to close a sale or this is somebody I'm selling to rather than recognizing that actually it's, a, you know, it's another human being who probably knows somebody who might be at risk either from economic consequences or personal or health related consequences. And so, I mean, I guess that empathy is, is really a key, perhaps ingredient in building those relationships. 
especially now. But even prior to this, we have been sellers and we've also been sold to. And I think some of the circumstances where people have sold to me that really stay in in mind have been when there's been a, a, a very real personal touch that demonstrate that somebody's actually taken the time to understand me personally or to understand our business, to understand our needs, and to do that before they got on the phone or before they sent that email and to make that part of the outreach or the prospecting or the communication. I mean, it's amazing how little effort is required to make things a little bit more personal and to have an exponential return as a result of that. And lots of people have been prospecting and selling from home as a result of the, the, new, uh, the new normal that we all face. And so the, the amount of outreach that I receive from other people selling solutions or capabilities has gone up significantly. And I think that's probably a sign of the times and everyone's experiencing that. But you can count on one hand the number of communications and outreach that have really been truly personal. I mean, everyone's email starts out now with, I hope you're safe and you're well and healthy. And that's table stakes, right? I mean, I think that's that's the very least you can do. Everyone should be thinking that way and approaching that way. It's when somebody takes the time to sort of know a little bit about perhaps our business or a little bit about me personally that, that really makes a difference. And I think that little bit of extra effort to do a little bit of research into what it is that that company might be struggling with or that individual, you know, where they may have come from or something personal about them has a, a significant impact in the likelihood of a positive outcome or return. And I would categorize a positive outcome as not even necessarily knowing that it's, you know, that a sale will be done, right? A, a positive outcome can be qualifying out of an opportunity. But if you put in that little bit of effort, you know, you'll get to the outcome much faster rather than, you know, being ignored, which is what, you know, happens more often than not. In most cases, absolutely. Exactly. And I think those were some very interesting points. Before we wrap up, do you have any additional sales or revenue generation tricks that you'd like to leave us with, especially maybe some successful strategies or examples that have worked for you in the past? And then we'd uh, obviously love to know about any additional tips that you'd like to leave businesses that are currently struggling through the pandemic time, global businesses and global teams? That's when we're going to probably call it a day. But before that, yes, we're looking at hearing about some of your successful strategies from your time in the marketplace so far. I would say successful strategies are not you know, the perfectly crafted email, they are, you know, the effort and, and the time and the reputation you build over time. So I think whether you are the leader of a company or an individual seller, reputation is gold and building and focusing and, and maintaining and keeping your eye on that is, I think, of critical importance because, you know, we all know the, the cliches about the good restaurant review versus a bad restaurant review and a bad restaurant review becomes exponentially worse because people pass it on. Through my experience at Adform and as well as uh, other businesses prior, really being focused on ensuring that we as a company and I individually operate with integrity, with respect, you know, develop trust, I think would be the best techniques for success because there's nothing better than a positive reference from a customer and especially one that's been, you know, perhaps unsolicited, right? When a client asks another or a prospect, you know, without you even knowing what their experiences of working with such and such a business. And so whether that's, 
you as a CEO of a company or head of sales or as an individual seller early in your career, you know, being laser focused on developing and maintaining that integrity and operating in that manner will deliver exponential benefits. And those who don't always get found out and they suffer the results. So that's a key part of my philosophy and what I've tried, you know, the philosophy I've tried to imbue in the organizations I've, I've been privileged to, to lead or work with. Absolutely. And I think that's a very strong fundamental to have as well, especially given the challenges in technology and the global challenges at the moment. So coming to that, any additional points you'd like to share for teams, for businesses, for, for everyone, even like economy is struggling, people, individuals are struggling, they're, they're losing their jobs. There could be issues when it comes to being a little more collaborative when you're working from home and you have a distributed team, there are more challenges. You spend more time coordinating efforts and tasks. So anything you'd like to share here to basically try and ease the hardships of the listeners before we wrap up? I think many of them are perhaps cliches, but they're cliches I hold near and dear. I mean, I think that these are troubling times, but they're troubling times and challenging times for everyone. Communicate, you know, whether it's with your employees, with your partners, with your clients, even with your prospects. This is certainly a time for doing what we as, as, as human beings do best, perhaps, which is, is communication and to really work at that. Also, persevere. It's something that I keep reminding myself and also colleagues and friends who perhaps may be less fortunate with respect to their company situation at this particular time or some other things that uh, might be challenging them is that, you know, this too shall pass. This economic environment, this horrific virus, this too shall pass. And if you look at if you look at history, and I spoke about this with my sons, uh, who right now are feeling quite a lot of anxiety given the current situation, and they, you know they're 11 and nine years old. I sort of pointed out to you know World War II and what life was like for people living in and around the time of World War II, and that has passed as well, and this too shall pass, and uh, we will as a society persevere and survive, and we will come out of this. And so I think taking that longer time view and reminding yourself to hold on is um, the most valuable thing to do during these days. Absolutely. And that's the note we're going to end this episode on that this too shall pass. Thank you so much, Julian, for your time today and for all your insights and tips. Stay safe, take care and have a nice day. And same to you. And thank you very much for having me on. Thank you.